0: Hi guys and welcome back to Be The Main Character Podcast. I hope you're having an amazing Thursday, an amazing week. As always, I'm so excited to talk to you guys. Today's episode title is End of Month Assessment Routine, Staying on Track the Whole Year. So today we're going to go through what I do on a month-to-month basis to be geared toward my yearly goals. I feel like a lot of people have asked how do I stay on track throughout the year This is the way that I found works best for me so I thought I would share with you guys some of the things I do to look. I personally feel like going month by month to track goals and habits makes the year more tangible for me and keeps me very on track. Those small goals and habits over time build your successful goal-oriented year that doesn't feel as daunting. As always, baby steps are the way to go. So this is how I approach my end of the month assessment. First, I want you to romanticize this experience. Make sure you're blocking out time for this every single month and then do it at a new coffee shop Or your favorite coffee shop, or if it's summer or spring, do it outside if you want to. Just make the experience something you look forward to every month so that you'll consistently do it every month. And I think an additional way to keep yourself motivated to do this is by giving yourself mini gifts to yourself when you accomplish a big goal throughout the year. Um, So, month by month, if you finish a big goal, have a little reward for yourself at the end of the month or time period that it took you to accomplish this goal, whether that's a new book or getting your nails done, something simple, not something super extravagant, unless it's like a big bonus at work or something like that. And that's what you had the intention to do, whatever it is that's going to keep you motivated, do that and make a visual of it. So let's say. Your goal is to save $500. Maybe you keep a calendar or like a sticker chart, something visual that you can put up and physically see yourself obtaining that goal. So, when you get to $500, I'm not saying go out and spend more money to make up for saving money, but whatever your reward is, even it can be something small. A book is like $10, okay? Or get yourself flowers, go get your nails done. Whatever it is, just have it be a visual so you see it every day and it'll motivate you more to achieve your goal. Okay, moving into the most important part of my end of the month assessment is my new month journal session. So what does this look like? So first I go through my wins of the previous month. So I write down everything that I'm proud of, anything I accomplished, Anything that was a win to me, I write it down big, small, whatever it is, just gives yourself first that feeling of accomplishment and pride in yourself and we're all about good self-talk over here on this podcast and this is a really good way to start off this session, this journal session, is by just going through things you're proud of yourself for doing. Second thing is what drained me last month and what can I adjust to make this month better? I think taking a look at this month to month is really important because I think your energy level I've made a whole episode on this before on it's called protect your energy like it's your child if you want to go listen to that but I am huge on protecting your energy so I think going through month to month and kind of see what's draining your energy and why and what adjustments you can make um, in the following month to improve that. It's just so important and it doesn't even necessarily have to be outside factors. It can be things you do on your own. For example, something that drains me is complaining. It's something I said I wanted to do less of this year. So maybe something that drained me last month was my constant complaining and then how can I adjust that? How can I make it better in making a tangible plan for that and then seeing how it improves the following month I think is super important. The next part of this journaling session is reviewing goals from the previous month. So I make a physical list, and I'll get into that in a second, and I go through from the previous month and physically check off what I was able to get done and what I wasn't. That way I can kind of assess and see like, is this goal taking more time? Do I need to move it into this month? Why didn't I get it done last month? Whatever it is, and kind of just assess and look at what I was able to get done and what I wasn't. And then next going into that is make goals and also adult errands for the next month that are tangible and realistic. And I try to do about five to six of these. So I feel like as adults, especially when you move out on your own or you go to college or whatever it is, you have a lot more responsibility and you have a lot more things you have to do, whatever it is, whether it's license things, house things, um, like just the stupidest stuff. I'm trying to think of some. I don't really have a ton on my brain right now or like getting something fixed on your car, getting an oil change. There we go. Getting an oil change, doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, whatever it is, all those things that take up time and energy. We're going to make space for those month to month so that we don't have to cram it in all at once when it's like meeting the deadline of whenever those things are. So, We're going to make our goals lists and we're also going to incorporate our adult errands into there. And for our adult errands, we're going to make dates to get these things done. So if you see your mileage coming up on your oil change, for instance, we're going to schedule a day or an afternoon, whether it's after work or maybe we need to take time off work. Typically, you won't for an oil change, but that's besides the point to get this oil change done. And we're going to block that out in our month so that it actually happens. And like I said earlier, we want to make sure these goals for the month are tangible. If we're putting 12 things on the list and all of them are very taxing and are going to take a lot of our time and energy, more than what we already have to give, then they're most likely not going to get done and we're going to feel like we're lacking the following month when we go back to look at that list and realize we didn't even like touch that list so make it really tangible with things that relate to your overall goals for the year so this is the time to take a look at your vision board and reread your 2024 goals do they align with your month-to-month goals and if they don't how can they And these goals and adult errands can range from sticking to my skincare routine for the next 30 days to getting an oil change. That's what this part of the list should consist of. Say you're on your vision board is a girl with really clear healthy skin pampering herself and that would pull your goal for the month to be sticking to a simple skincare routine for the next 30 days. That's what I mean when I say look at your vision board and then pull from there to create your monthly to do. And then the last thing I like to do to wrap up this journaling session is find an affirmation or intention of the month that I can revert back to and kind of remind myself of why I am working towards these goals and what the purpose is. Sometimes this will pop in my head and I'll just jot it down or sometimes I have to go look for it. Typically, I'll just go on Pinterest and just go through some affirmations and one that kind of clicks for whatever my goals are or whatever that month looks like. That's what I'll jot down. So that is my entire journal session for the new month. I'm going to put this in the show notes so you guys can revert back to it if you want to do it yourself for March that's coming up. That's why I wanted to do this episode not directly at the end of February but give you guys some time if you wanted to do this routine for the month of March And I think the best part about doing month-to-month goals for an overall good year is that every single month is going to be so different. Obviously, my January is going to be much different than my July in terms of seasons, in terms of life, my job schedule changes. Like, It's going to be drastically different what I'm able to accomplish in July versus what I'm able to accomplish in January. Whether that's more or less, either way, that's why I think going month-to-month is just so much more realistic because you can tailor it to what's going on in your life for that month meaning if you're really really busy in the month of march your schedule is booked you're booked and busy and you're like i need to dial it down a little bit this month then maybe you only do three goals that month and maybe like one adult errand or maybe you do no adult errands that month i think this just makes it so much more realistic and keeps you on track throughout the year rather than getting overwhelmed in that month and just giving up completely. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, I had a hard enough time picking out my goals for the year, let alone now you're telling me to do this month to month. This is too much. So I'm gonna break down how you can look at your goals and break them down into categories for you guys so that they're a little bit even more tangible. So if you are confused or overwhelmed by making goals for the month, we're gonna break it down. By category. So the first category, we're breaking this into four categories, okay? The first category is physical slash health. So this can be your eating habits, water intake, your step goal, movement, workout classes, workout membership, workout plan, whatever it is. That's going to be your physical and your health. So you can kind of, you can literally fold a piece of paper into four and break this down. One category is physical health. What things do you want to work on in that category for the month of March? Okay. The second one is financial. So this can be budgeting. This can be paying off debt. This can be paying off your student loan. This can be working on your credit score. This can be opening a savings account, a Roth IRA. Do I really know what that is loosely? Am I just using big fancy words? Yes, because they've been going around on TikTok. I am starting to learn more about that kind of stuff though. But I just want to throw that in there in case case we're being educated finance girlies. So whatever your financial goals look like for the month, we're going to put that there. Maybe you're having a no spend month. The third category is personal. So this can be journaling, hobbies, self-care, reading, volunteering, Bible study. Meditation, affirmations, anything that is going to be personal to you, we're going to put in that category. And the last category is friends, families, and relationships. So whether this is date nights, family parties, family hangouts, friend meetups, brunch, whatever it is, we're going to put into this category, like what's important to you. And then Looking at those four boxes, we can kind of pull to our monthly goals. So let's say your physical health One of your goals on there is you want to drink 60 ounces of water every single day. Okay, that is tangible, realistic. We're going to pull that goal and that we're going to make that our monthly goal. So for the next 30 days, 31 days, however long the month is, every single day, you're going to drink 60 ounces of water. Okay, now what goes into that? How are you going to just magically change and form this habit for the new month? Maybe you get an app that reminds you every day throughout the day to drink more water maybe you get a new water bottle that motivates you maybe you pull a friend and you're like hey I want to drink more water this month do you want to do this with me we can hold each other accountable it might seem silly but people are thinking the same things you are and I'm telling you when you're accountable with someone else you're so much more likely to do something for the financial example let's say you want to open a new savings account to start putting money away into Okay, so how am I going to do this? I need to go to the bank and I need to establish this. So I'm going to make an appointment at the bank sometime throughout this month to get this done. And then you physically book it, make the appointment and put it on your calendar. And not only is that one of your goals for the month, but now that's also one of your adult errands. And now it's on the calendar. So now it's actually in place to go ahead and do that. The next one I'm going to use for an example is personal. So let's say... I want to volunteer this month i want to start volunteering so i'm gonna use this time because right i've already blocked off this time i'm sitting at this coffee shop this is the perfect time to do these things this is the time we're making all the appointments and such that's why we're blocking off this time and making it an enjoyable experience so we're gonna research some volunteer opportunities that we're interested in And by this date in the month, so let's say March, for instance, so you're saying from now, let's say you're, this is the last February of, the last February, the last Sunday of February, let's say for instance, and by March 15th, I want to have already applied and picked out the place I want to volunteer. So now we have a goal and we're setting a end date, like we're setting a time cap of when I want to have this done by. And we're gonna put that in on our calendar and that's gonna be our goal in the personal category. Last section is friends and family and relationships. So maybe for this one, you're like, you know what? I haven't seen my two best friends in a hot minute. Like we haven't all hung out. Like let's establish a brunch date. So maybe you put a group chat together that day and you say, hey, in the month of March, I really would like for us to get together. I'll pick the spot or we can all pick a spot. I'll make the reservation. Let's find a day that all works for us. Are you guaranteed to have this happen? No, because adult friendships never work this way. But maybe if you give everyone a heads up, maybe you can all find a date that works together in March or maybe one out of the two of those friends is able to meet up. And then you're like, okay, I'm putting this on the calendar. You put it in your calendar. We share our calendars. It's in the calendar. Like we're going, the reservation's made, we're doing it. And then you're like, okay, I have my established friends and family date for the month. And obviously you can do more than one of these, but I'm just giving an example. So now we have all of our goals laid out for the month. We have our adult errands. We're putting things on our calendar. We're making appointments. We're getting booked and busy. Okay. So now I'm looking at my goals and I'm like, okay, how do I actually tackle these? How do I keep myself on track for this month? Personally, I have told you guys this before I am a list person I'm a check off person I'm a to-do girl it just tickles my brain in a way that it just it will forever be this way I've always been this way where I physically get a thrill off checking off a box so a habit tracker is the best way for me to keep track of everything and stay on task There's so many forms of habit trackers now I personally am a pen and paper girl but there are so many apps that you can do habit tracking on it just personally doesn't work for me as well but I know it can work for others so personally I recommend just investing into a habit tracker they're so inexpensive and honestly it's like my favorite thing ever And we're going to look at our daily goals, our weekly goals, and then obviously we've already done our monthly goals. So some of the things that are within my daily goals, just to give you guys some examples, some things like 45 minutes of movement a day, oil pulling, 10 pages of my book, make my bed and take my vitamins. So those are just some examples of the things I like to do daily that I can check off that are part of my daily habits. And I can directly relate these back to my goals for 2024. So the 45 minutes of movement is because I wanted a year of more movement, daily movement, not even necessarily strength training every single day but just more movement in my body. So that's where the 45 minutes of movement comes in. Oil pulling is not only for my gut health but just for my overall care and appearance of myself. It makes my teeth whiter, keeps my oral hygiene really good. 10 pages of a book. I want to read about 30 books this year. It's a hobby for me. It's something I really love. Making my bed makes my room feel put together and I wanted to keep clean, tidy spaces this year to keep my mental health more sane. And then taking my vitamins every single day is also just beneficial to my health and to my skin. So that's where all those daily habits come from that I can directly relate back to my overall 2024 goals and vision board. Now, some of my weekly goals are deep skincare, hair oiling routine, one hour uninterrupted of a deep clean, and podcasting. So, Once again, I can relate those all back to my goals. Deep skincare, at least once a week, I want to be taking some time to either dermaplane my face, do an at-home face mask, steam my face, lymphatic drainage, whatever it is. It makes me feel luxurious. It makes me feel really good. I'm taking really good care of my skin and myself. Makes me feel good. Um, Hair oiling routine, same idea. One hour deep clean uninterrupted is just a one hour deep clean in my apartment. Makes me feel really good makes me know that every single week I'm getting that done at least once where I'm doing like a really deep in-depth clean of the apartment and once again going back to just keeping a clean tidy space and then podcasting once a week was a big goal of mine for the year so keeping that as a weekly goal obviously I've been doing that well so happy about that one and then moving on to monthly it can look like things like reading one book a month, um, declutter one area, and then a deep car clean where I do the works, which is like vacuuming, wiping down the car, going to the car wash, like we're doing the works on my car. The goal is to keep it clean or at least picked up majority of the time, but to at least like give it a deep, deep car clean, the works once a month. And I think you guys can understand from my goals now where that all relates back to on my yearly goals. So that's kind of what that looks for like for me on my habit tracker. And like I said, you can pull from your monthly goals, which are pulled from your overall year goals. And that's what should establish your day-to-day and your month-to-month goals. Next, we're gonna look at your full calendar and add in important dates so you're not overwhelmed and so you don't forget um take off your plate what is too much so first off i want to say this has been a big adjustment for me not putting things on the calendar but making sure me and my families um big events or schedules align in the sense of I obviously don't live at home anymore so when things are happening like for instance in um, November and December my sisters had a ton of like chorus concerts and like Christmas concerts and Brooklyn had a play and I was like I need to know the dates and the times because I will forget because we have a big family calendar at home but I'm not seeing that every single day so I'm like I need the dates and I have to put them in my calendar or calendar or I will forget because I'm not being reminded about it every single day and it's not my mom's job to remind me all the time she just needs to give me the date once and I should know it from that point on so take a look at your full calendar and add in those important dates that way you don't forget and you don't get overwhelmed like I said before because then all of a sudden your entire plans change for the night and you're like oh my god I wish I had known about that I wish it was already on my calendar like blocked off now I'm rushing and scrambling or like it's someone's birthday party you don't have a birthday present like things like that We don't want that energy, okay? We want a good month, stress-free. And if you are looking at your schedule and you're like, this is completely flooded and I see no time for myself or even time to breathe, take what you can off your plate. So whatever that looks like, whatever things you need to dial back on, maybe you have four family parties that month and you're like, you know what, I really can't go to so-and-so's other party like my friend's party this month or my friend's boyfriend's party like something like a little less significant than like your best friend's birthday and you're like you know what i'm really loaded this month this is what i have going on like not that you need to over explain yourself to your fl- friends but you can also be honest hey i have so much going on this month i really don't think i can make that or i don't think i can show up as a good person to this event um maybe we can catch up in like a month when i'm le- more free Those are huge parts of adult relationships is hearing that and understanding that and recognizing like, hey, I've been in that spot too. I totally understand. We'll make another date that works for the both of us. And we just like move on with our lives. If your friends don't understand that, maybe it's time to reevaluate that friendship because real adult friendships last when they last through those things. I have a friend that I have been friends with. Maybe she's listening to this. She was listening a couple of weeks ago and she texted me. Her name is Leslie and we have been friends for, oh my God, literally 10 years, 10 years this year. Holy crap. Anyways, we have been friends for 10 years and I'm going to just give it the biggest example. I could not go to her wedding, okay? I've known her and her husband since they started dating. Like I met them when they started dating and I've known them their entire relationship and I couldn't go to her wedding. She's one of my longest friends I've ever had. I couldn't go to her wedding because my cousin, whose wedding I was in, was on the same day. Just our luck, honestly. We've had luck like that throughout our entire adult relationship. But the thing that keeps us going is the fact that we can understand and recognize like there was nothing I could do in that situation. Um, So we made up for it in other ways. I went on her um, Jack and Jill with her in Mexico and instead of her being like so hurt and so upset that I couldn't go to her wedding for reasons that were kind of out of my control she substituted with wait but I want you to still be involved like come to this instead and it worked out like obviously I would have loved to be at her wedding but under the circumstances I couldn't be so As good friends, as friends in adult relationships, we made a good experience out of that, that we can both hold on to and remember, we're just those type of friends. I feel like we have missed out on so many parts of like each other's like significant days, but that's okay. We're still like, we're still super close because we keep a good adult relationship and we understand like different phases of life and that things just happen. So sorry to go off on my little rant about adult friendships. But I think those things are really important to remember. Maybe going back to what I had said earlier, when when you're going through that list of things that were draining you the month prior, you're like, I was overloaded with things I needed to make an appearance at the month before. And now this month you're like, okay, what can I take off my plate? This is the time to do that. And next, I want you to schedule in your priorities. Putting an actual plan in place on your calendar makes you block off that time and keep that promise to yourself. And I've been saying that throughout this whole episode. Like, block off the time, make the time, make the appointment. I think it's so important because if, say, your boss said, "Okay, you have a Zoom meeting today, the twenty-first, um, from four to four 30. You wouldn't be like, I'm just not going, not going to put it on the calendar. No, of course not. We show up in so many other aspects of our life, work, for example, or, you know, birthday parties for another example. But when it comes to us and making our priorities known and put on the calendar and blocked off, we seem to let those things kind of slide more. So I want you to take it more seriously. Pretend it's that meeting that your boss asked you to go to because it's going to be important in the long run for yourself not for anyone else but for yourself to keep those promises keep those times keep your own appointments with yourself and i'm not just saying like the big appointments like um setting up your bank account or your oil change i'm gonna talk about other things so i want you to schedule one self-care solo date or alone time into your calendar so one day where you're by yourself doing something that you love to do or a solo date with yourself or just simply spending time alone i think this is so important um whether you're in a relationship out of a relationship whatever it is whether you're close with your family not whether you have a ton of friends or not i recharge when i have this kind of time to myself and it honestly makes me a better sister a better girlfriend a better person a better daughter a better um employee like it just makes me a better person when i have these moments to recharge so making sure i'm carving out that time for myself um And taking care of myself allows me to show up better in my everyday life. And on the flip side of that, I'm going to schedule one date night. So whatever this is for you, for me, this would be a date night with my boyfriend that is out of the norm of something we would do. Like we're not just, you know, chilling at home, like making a meal at home. It's something more and it doesn't even have to be much more. For example, like it can be, we just did this on our trip. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in next week's podcast. But we did one of those case files from Amazon. You literally buy like a fake case file and you have to solve the case I'm saying like that like if that's something you've never done before it's super inexpensive you can do it at home like you don't have to leave but it's probably something different than like you guys just watching like a new movie or watching your show or something like that like it pulls you away from electronics and like makes you guys connect and do something together and it was super fun so one intentional date night a month that is different from the typical norm of something we would do. And then the next one is one friend date, whatever this is. Pull up the friend that you haven't seen, want to see, whatever it is, and plan your friend night. Um, for example, like last month or was it this month? I can't remember. I went to the movies with my cousin. My cousin's one of my best friends, um, and we had a girls' night, and it was literally something I looked forward to so much. And I was like, "Yeah, I need to be doing this every single month." And we even, and we even collectively said, "Like, yes, we need to be doing these things once a month," because it was just so fun. And we already planned our one for next month. The next one is self maintenance. So for me, this is getting my eyebrows done and getting my nails done, and then. This is much more rare, but getting my hair done because I only get my hair done probably two to three times a year. Um, I just get an all over color and then I get a cut and a style and I usually do that about three times a year, sometimes only twice a year. I know I should be going for more haircuts, but typically I like to just get it all done at once. So whatever your maintenance is, mine is getting my eyebrows threaded, getting my nails done about every three weeks and then getting my hair done. Um you know, probably every, like, four to five months. So, schedule in your maintenance times. This is something that I have to do because my, I, like, know, just, like, how you know with your nails, like, when they're going to grow out and when they're going to start looking bad, my eyebrows is, like, one of my biggest maintenance things that I will, like, never, ever, ever give up just because I have been getting my eyebrows started since I was, let's say, 16. And I don't fill in my eyebrows or really do anything with my eyebrows but besides put eyebrow gel on them. So, like, I don't know. I really like my eyebrows. I really think they just fit my face so well. I got my dad's eyebrows. He has really nice eyebrows. Anyways. So, I know that every three weeks, if not less, and it's about three weeks. Oh, my God. I didn't even put waxing on here for maintenance, you guys. And I talk about waxing on the daily. <gasps> Stop it. Anyways. Anyways we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, Eyebrows. So I feel like my face looks dirty or messy when my eyebrows aren't tamed. Like when they're overgrown, I'm like, girl, like the second I get them done, I'm like, wow, my skin looks clearer. I look better. Like now I look pretty. The second they're like too overgrown, I'm like, oh my God, I hate it. Like, oh, I hate it. So like schedule in the times, especially because My eyebrow place is about 35 minutes away from me and I will not change where I go. I've never gotten them waxed and it's just, I personally like threading a lot better. Honestly, the pain is not that bad. You get used to it. I don't even really flinch anymore. You'll get over it. I love getting my eyebrows threaded. Always have. And I also just have really sensitive skin. So the thought of putting wax on my face just actually makes me like, ugh, couldn't do it. So eyebrows scheduling that in and making sure I'm gonna have you know the hour or more round trip and that's just the driving portion like I also try to plan it so that I'm either going like on a time like after work at a certain time to make sure that my eyebrow lady is there it's a whole process so this is why I have to put it within my schedule and also look at like events coming up and be like oh I need my eyebrows done for this event so I need to make sure I get my eyebrows done at this time you guys know what I'm talking about it's just like the nail it's just like getting your nails done like you know like okay like for example my birthday is next month so I'm like okay like if I just got my nails done this time and I have to get my nails done before my birthday like does this line up you guys know the schedule okay it's There's a schedule with everything for girls. There's a schedule for shaving. There's a schedule for washing your hair. Self tan schedule. Like there's so many. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Nail schedule, eyebrow schedule, hair schedule, maintenance. I can't believe I didn't put waxing on that list. I'm so mad at myself. Guys I feel like I'm waxing's number one spokesperson at time because I feel like I will talk to it to anyone about it. Like I just think it has made my life so much more convenient and especially if you start now in the winter you will just be a lot lighter down there by the summer and I don't know it's just something that brings me confidence and joy do whatever you want but I personally like getting waxed and just not having to worry about it as much. I go probably every like four weeks and the more you go the like the longer you can go between appointments if that makes sense because it doesn't come back as fast I'm talking about the hair like hair doesn't come back as fast anyways schedule in your maintenance so if you get your lashes done um if you get your nails done whatever it is schedule it in especially if you go to like a specialty nail place like I used to go to one like that I don't anymore I wish I did I'm not close to there anymore um facials I used to get those too I haven't gotten one of those in a really long time I think I might gift myself that for my birthday month um but schedule in your maintenance so once again your self-care is scheduled in and taking care of yourself is scheduled in this is something that takes a lot of stress away from me especially planning this around events is just really helpful and the specialty places they book so fast because they're so good so just set yourself up or if you are on like a like you schedule while you're there if that makes it easier whatever it is and then the last one is scheduling your workouts and your workout or and or your workout classes and just establishing when you're realistically gonna have time to incorporate movement and days that you aren't like say for instance on a Saturday you have back-to-back birthday parties or something like that and you're like I don't really have time to work out unless I want to work out at like 5 a.m. And I don't feel like getting up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday, but you can work out Monday through Friday or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or Monday, Thursday, Friday, like whatever it is, just establish and write out your workouts for the month because I'm telling you when you have a plan in place, it just makes the goal so much easier. So writing out your split throughout your calendar just makes it so much easier. Booking your workout classes in advance Um especially doing that because I know a lot of places um, there's a fee if you cancel within like too short of an amount of time and honestly I feel like once you sign up for it especially if you do it with friends and like consistent people that go at the same time like they will text you like where are you I'm telling you um, this is why accountability is so good so plan out your workouts and plan out your workout classes for the month around your schedule that you're establishing so it becomes realistic because I think a lot of the times like people love to say like oh I don't have any time like blah, blah 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 like you do you're just not utilizing it the best you can and also going back to my baby steps I think a lot of people think especially for working out for instance they're like I have to work out seven days a week or else it doesn't count that's not true at all establish three days that are going to be your consistent workout days or like I said follow your calendar to a T of when you can work out and when you can't um And go from there. Just make it tangible and realistic to you. You do not have to go 0 to 100 to make things work out. And that is how I'm going to be wrapping up this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and kind of got a better idea of how you can look at your goals month to month, and how to stay on track for the whole year um, because all these goals and habits add up to just a better overall year. I'm going to put in the show notes kind of the breakdown of the journal session that I talked about and the four category breakdown um, to establish your goals. I'm kind of just going to put a lot in the show notes so you guys can revert back to it and Because I feel like I gave a lot of things that you can physically do um, for the month of March and just for like the entire year. So I'm going to try and break it down and put visuals. I might even post some things on my Instagram story. So stay tuned there. Um, I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye guys.